welcome to episode 65 of the FOMOcast. We're in the bar. It's nice and warm today. Titus is happy. There's more insulation in here. Yes, so it's really nice. I'm not, not freezing. Too bad. We have Titus today. We have a guest. Introduce yourself. Hey, my name's Andrew. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the podcast since I first heard about it uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so so uh, it's really a dream come true to be here and be part of it. See, dreams do come true. So if you if you happen to know where I live, you can be on the podcast if you get here uh, on Saturdays or Sundays. So hopefully Weekend's next week. Free. That's all you need. Weekend's hopefully free. next weekend we don't have a line outside of people just waiting, trying to get in. Um, we got some stuff for you. A lot of stuff happened after uh, we finished the podcast last week. So um, we got so much to go over. Make sure you go to our social media accounts, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and Instagram, FOMO podcast, and go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash FOMOcast, and make sure to go to the Pod Bros Network at podbros.com. Language of Bromance has one a day talking about uh, some sort of LSD experiment. So uh, I'm gonna have to listen to that later they did today. To, did they do it together? No, it's something. It was like it was like it's on something they. It's not they did. It's uh, something else. Yeah, they teased it yesterday. It's out today. Um, and there's so many other great podcasts on the Pod Bros Network. Go check it out. Um, so we all watched. Actually, ironically enough, we all watched the Fire Festival documentary. So we'll have stuff on that. Uh, Punisher's news, movie news. But first, uh, after we finished, they. Uh, they dropped the t- trailer that night for um, the new Game of Thrones. Uh, April 14th comes out. That's the one where they're in the, the catacombs. In the catacombs. Yeah, I saw that. And you see uh, uh, Ned Stark's statue that looks nothing like him. <laughs> it looks like a different person completely. It looks like a Muppet. And then, um, <laughs> so there's a lot of theories about it. You don't see Bran. He's not in there, no. involved at all. So they're like, oh, maybe he is a Night King, all that kind of stuff like that. But it is exciting. Um, they are saying that it's supposed to be like every single episode is something crazy. Like it's going to be feature length every single episode. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready for it, man. Killing off main characters. Oh, you don't know. understand. Gonna, it's, you don't know. They hit you. See, I need to catch up, uh, all seven seasons. <laughs> 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 that starts in April, yeah. 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 There's, a, there's a map online that says how you could do it from last week. And you're a week behind. But they showed, like, if you were to binge watch, you had five days to watch the first season, five days to watch the second season, five days. To, it was basically five days to watch, I think, maybe it was two seasons. No, yeah, it was one season a week. And then the last season, season seven, you had to watch it from Monday through Sunday. And you would finish it. Right when the next season started, so I just so, need to quit my job and yeah. uh, Titus can go to yep. work for me for a couple <laughs> months while I, mean, I I'm catch up. Switch, you know? <laughs> he needs the money. So <laughs> <laughs> this podcast right now, until we don't get if we don't get funding, Titus will be living out of his car in my driveway. So <laughs> we gotta do something, guys, because it's getting desperate. I'm getting scared. <laughs> hey, you can watch Game of Thrones in my my bar then, though. Hey. hey, I think we did talk about me moving into the bar, right? Just hey, put a little back. cot out here. Yeah. We might be buying a new couch. We might have a couch in here, too. Oh, don't spoil me. <laughs> <laughs> but that, so it's a lot of a lot of rumors are coming out there. My favorite new one has come out is people are like, everyone loves Tyrion, but he's a horrible person. People forget how he was in the beginning. And I was like, really? Now you're going to start tearing down the characters that the show's almost over. Just let it be. Just forget it. You know what I mean? He's not. I, uh, they, they change. The characters change. You know. I mean, we'll look see. at Jamie. Jamie's changed. Jamie's like a nice guy, right? Well, he started stopping doing his sister, so that makes change a little the incest, bit. The incest, yeah, incest clears the mind. Yeah, I guess so. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens. It's, it's there, There's all these bets. I want to see what the Vegas lines are on stuff because I saw it the other day and, like, 
um, it didn't seem like I was like, oh, this is kind of okay. This is what I think actual viewers of the show would bet. I want you guys to do some analytics on it. This isn't freaking just like, oh, I watched the show. I think this person's gonna be the the, the new ruler of of Westeros. I'm like, no, you guys need to do like your sabermetrics on this stuff. I want to see who has the best chances of doing all this stuff. So we'll see what happens. Um, April 14th can't come soon enough. So it's gonna be. I don't know, HBO, I don't know what they're going to do after this. They have the new prequel ready to go. And they, speaking of which, um, they also have the Soprano sequel in the works. A sequel? Oh, uh, a prequel. About a this. prequel? Okay. Prequel, yes. I didn't hear about this. It's supposedly going to be about, like, the Soprano family before. Like, it's not going to, um, James Gandolfini character is not, obviously not in Hologram. it. Hologram. Well, no, it's gonna be when he was young. I think. I think is when his John uh, John Barenthal's in it. The guy from Punisher, this Netflix show. Okay, he's gonna be in it. He just got casted in it. So, I mean, they have a couple of things in the works, but I feel like I have a bad feeling that if the show that they are doing for the prequel for Game of Thrones doesn't work, I have a feeling that they're going to um, try and revive all the other ones they have in the works because they had four working at one time. What else are they gonna bring back? Jackie? No, that's uh, Jackie's. Uh, no, Jackie's Showtime. No, they had four Game of Thrones shows and works at one time. They that's literally so told their writers, "They go, I need a, f- I need four, we need ideas for a Game of Thrones spinoff." They had but like teams create ideas. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the one that got picked had uh, George uh, George R. R. Martin was on that team naturally so it's like oh i wonder which one's gonna get picked but if it doesn't do good i guarantee what they're gonna do is they're gonna they're gonna go back to one of those other ones and it, I, I don't know if they're gonna keep trying to ride because I, I will say hbo have they, they haven't had another mob show since sopranos went off so it's not like they're like hey let's do this you know what i mean the, the next biggest mob show that's come out has been um what's the one on showtime ray donovan ray donovan i mean that's kind of like the is that showtime or is it hbo I think it's Showtime. 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 Think, yeah. So I'm like, you know, hey, it's... I, go, I guess they're doing a good job of, you know, not really repeating content. But Game of Thrones has been so big for them. I mean, who else would... The videos are... Game changer. I mean, it's been off for over a year. Almost two years. And... Went by quick. It did. Well, that's because, I mean, there's nothing else good on TV, really. Especially um, Walking Dead, right? That's right. It's coming <laughs> back sometime this month, I think. This month? I don't know. Really? I, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> oh, with that said, I need someone's HBO account. HBO <laughs> oh, account. Oh, oh, you got me? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Then. Slide <laughs> you the password a little later. Be and careful. TV, too. Be careful, because Netflix, you see that they, Netflix developed an algorithm now. They can track when people are sharing their info. Yeah. And they're going to start nice. zapping it. It's like the old yeah. school days when you had a bootleg like box. They would zap Come your box. Come on, Netflix. Be cool, <laughs> man. Be cool. You got to think, though. Okay, they just raised the price. And two dollars, right? Two dollars. Yeah. And I listened to this this show, and they're like, the guy flat out said, he goes, I don't even know how much I pay for it. He goes, he's, he's a rich guy. He has his own radio show, and he's like, when I saw the price of it, he goes, so so you're mad that you're going from ten ninety nine to twelve ninety nine? You have no commercials, and you have tons of original content. I was like, come on. I thought it already was twelve ninety nine. Well, they have a premium one. I guess it's thirteen ninety nine. That. Um, so you can get just a streaming one, and that one's ten ninety nine, now twelve ninety nine. Then they had the one where you can still get discs, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. And that one was thirteen ninety nine because they, you did get newer movies. So what a lot of people don't know is is uh, Netflix doesn't have streaming rights with Sony. 
because Sony has the PlayStation Network stuff that they yeah. do with movies and stuff like that. So they don't have a lot of the streaming with certain companies, so they still do, the, I think, the DVDs just to try to, I don't know, just have it. There's no point in not doing it. You you can keep more people employed rather than have them unemployed. Like, hey, work our DVD thingy. Yeah. You know, I had the movie Gamer. I lost it in my, my, my man cave, my other house, for like a long time, and they ended up charging me for it. I paid 10 bucks for that movie. I'm like, hey... It was well worth it. I was like, I, I got a movie out of it for $10, I guess, you know, whatever. So, um, but speaking of their arrays, uh, so Netflix, they had that. What else did they announce? Oh, the Unsolved Mysteries reboot. Oh, right. So, we were talking about it beforehand. It's basically the dude who showed no emotion when people like a triple homicide <laughs> or a supposed alien abduction. Like, I'm pretty sure if that dude met like an alien, he'd just be like, hey, what's, what's up? What's up? Like, super mellow. Because he, he just, he didn't have a personality. And I guess, I mean, is is that, that's the appeal of him, I guess. Can you imagine sitting across a desk with that guy and you're in trouble? Like, you look at him like, man, I am screwed. Like, this guy's cold-blooded. Ice in his veins. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't even know. I, I want to say. What's his name? I'll tell you right now. He's dead, obviously. Oh, no. They can oh, do the yeah. show without him. Who are they going to Wait, get what the heck? His name's so, whatever he wants you to call yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Stack. Yeah. You know who was the host? Oh, that's right. They brought it back for a little bit. You know who else was the host on there who's also dead? Dennis Farina. I don't know who that is. Dennis Farina? He always plays like a mob guy or a cop. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. So, um... That guy's dead, too. So, Robert Stack died in 2003 at 84. He was an old dude. Oh, now I remember why I know him, too. He was an airplane. Oh, He was yeah. the dude that played the same exact character. He was also in Beavis and Butthead. Oh, the, the movie. The, yeah, the movie. Yeah. So, is there a curse to hosting Unsolved Mysteries? Maybe. Is this an Unsolved Mystery itself? <laughs> he was <laughs> also... So, he was a voice in Recess... So he did a lot of, like, our kids, like, he was in... That's a scary the guy. The Angry yeah. Beavers. No, who was he in that? He was the narrator on one episode. Oh. oh, so he basically did the Unsolved Mysteries, probably narration. It's probably what he did. <laughs> I bet you that's what it was. He was the narrator on Hercules Zero to Hero. He was Bob the narrator on the TV series for Hercules. Um, he was also, he played himself on Basketball, which I love that movie. Yeah. Um, it seems like he just kind of, he just played just the certain kind of people that it's just his death from that show. I can't believe it went until 2010. That doesn't seem like, I don't know. So he was, it was just himself. So he was the Dizzy Lou story, Unsolved Mysteries. So he was in 287 episodes from 1987 to 2002. Wow. So just before he died. And then Dennis Farina did it, and he died. He died in 2013. There's actually a joke. They say you get Farina'd if you don't get show up on the in memoriam because he didn't show up in the in memoriam on um, on the Oscars yeah. or something like that. So they so they call it getting Farina'd. Um, so he was on New. Well, he's a New Girl too. So let's see when Unsolved Mysteries. He went to 2010. That's weird. Cause I didn't know it was still Do we know on. Who's gonna- Host it now? Like, who's going to be the narrator? There's no ideas. Liam Neeson? No, I don't think... They can't pay for him. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's dying. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think he could, you know... Hey, Titus needs a job. Hey, that's right. He's got that golden voice. That's right. So it shows him as doing it one year for 174 episodes. 
I don't even know how that's physically possible. <laughs> Virginia Madsen did it. Keely Shane Bros- Shea Brosnan. Is that Pierce Brosnan's wife? Oh, yes, it is. Because she looks a lot different in that photo than the one of her being interviewed. So that's her in a photo right there. Photoshop? Okay. No. That's her on top doing an interview. Oh, wow. That's a big what? difference. No way. That's a different person. No, it's her. They, they did a thing like how her and Pierce Brosnan have aged. Like, like it's creepy how they've aged together. Like, exactly the same. Same weight gain. Same, like, leathering of the skin from being out in the freaking Turks and Caicos too much. Yeah, like, she was born in Vallejo, though. So... She, she bagged her. She, she bagged herself a uh, um, uh, a Brosnan. So he was my James Bond growing up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I watched him in Miss Doubtfire last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. I love when he gets hit in the head with the fruit. It was a drive, drive by, by fruity. Fruit. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's I, a Doubtfire deep cut. <laughs> it was pretty good. I, I forgot how it ended. I was like, I can't remember this movie. I'm not gonna sit here and watch it. So. But yeah, so they're doing that, and then um, we'll we'll save the reviews for the end. But we do have a review of uh, the Fire Festival documentary, and I watched Punisher season two. Uh, I'm pretty deep into it; and I haven't finished it. But we got more movie stuff. So we got um, apparently Kevin Hart is going to star in a Monopoly movie. How do you have a movie about Monopoly? Is it like a Jumanji movie. kind of thing where they get tr- they shrink down the into the game? I don't know. They have no. Uh, they, they do, they're doing this thing now where they just go I think what they do is they go we're going to leak that we're thinking about making this movie and then we're going to leak who we think we should star in it and then if it doesn't they're going to back out react to exactly because they did the same thing with they announced um, they're doing a live action um, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame Disney announced yeah. and I was kind of like oh shock and then they said who the Hunchback was going to be and I'm like oh okay I'll watch it who's the Hunchback of the Josh, Josh Gad Josh Gad is going to be the Hunchback I don't know um, uh, oh, he was uh, Gaston's uh, LeFou in the. Did you see the live action? Oh movies? yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that LeFou, is. Yeah. He was in the Book of Mormon, right? Like, was he one of the? I have no I idea. I just I know him from. He was in that um, the Best Man, whatever it was, one with Kevin yeah. Hart. He was in that one with Kevin Hart, and then he was also in. Um, he's Olaf from. Yeah. Um, yeah, he looks like a hunchback. It's, it's well, good but, I mean, he's a good comedic yeah. character, so I hope because people don't realize that like that movie, that, that story is horrible, horrible, horrible. Right. In the real version, the, not the Disney version, the chick Esmeralda, whatever her name is in the original one, it dies in it, and the hunchback's left alone yet again. So I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I mean, they've been killing it with everything. But everyone's like, oh, breaking news. I'm like, no, it's not breaking news because they've literally done the next, they're going to do Hercules next. Probably, you know, I'm waiting for the Aristocats. I mean, they're going to be doing everything because it, it, until they stop making money off of them, they're not going to stop making them. What's the point? What's the point? They have the animation studios doing nothing. They, they're going to finish uh, Star Wars land. So all their stuff they're doing for visual is done on that. So they don't have anything else they're doing. And the only thing that I tell people is be careful because you're going to have to find out what movies are coming out. People don't know this, but if it's an animation type of thingy, if you go to, like, Pixar and go to their website and be like, oh, what jobs are open? Like, it's like, oh, you want someone to animate a cat? Okay, what could this be? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So they kind of, they leak little things like that. But the Hunchback one did kind of come out of the blue, but, I mean, they're making money. 
made a killing off Jungle Book. They're going to make a killing off Lion King. Aladdin's coming out. Aladdin's coming out. But Aladdin's a little different. Because Aladdin's got more people in it. Yeah. So, I don't know how, because they haven't done... They haven't done a live action besides Beauty and the Beast that, like, is going to be less CGI, I guess. Right. So... There's talks about A Little Mermaid, too, right? Well, they've been talking about it because several people are like, oh, I want to play Ariel. Um, and I don't know how much of it's true. Like, because Lindsay Lohan, she may just be saying it because she has that new show on MTV, which... Um, I need to watch because Opening apparently she's a, a horrible person apparently on that. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I gotta yeah. watch this. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, she's, like, just, like, the workers, they, they keep been catching the workers out and about, and they're like, oh, she's a horrible person to work for. I am Lindsay Lohan. She sounds better, man. I think Is she's she? not smoking. Yeah, she she's converted to Islam. Really? I'm pretty sure, I yeah. A, a big part of the show is that she's trying to show how she's cleaned up and running this business. Yeah. And- so she got off drugs and now she's a she opened person. a a club and it's about her. It's called Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. It's like in um, Greece, where That's she spent right, a lot yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah, she's she she dated somebody from over there and she ended up loving the culture and loving living over there. And her whole thing is, oh, everyone wants to talk about me going to clubs, so I just opened one. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like a it's not like a part. It's almost like a rehab in Vegas. It's like a daytime thingy. Okay, that's the big time they show like pool parties stuff like yeah. that. But it's supposed to be upscale. In, like, uh, Mykonos or whatever, like, that kind of thing where it's a destination. So legit people would go there kind of thing. So, so. she lives in Greece primarily? I believe so. She's been she's been in, living in Europe for a while now. I don't like Europe. I've been there. I don't like it. Yeah? Yeah. It's old, dirty, and everyone's a weirdo over there. Portugal is really cool because they love all Americans. Do they? Yeah, because they have no money there. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know, we can get... Who's the last person of your family that came from overseas? Uh, great, great-grandfather? Oh, so you've been here for a while. Yeah. So, because my grandfather was born there. The I can mainland get, at the Azores? Yeah, Azores, but Azores are technically a part of mainland. Yeah. I can get, <laughs> I can get my uh, citizenship there because okay. of that. So, because they have no money, they won't be able to pay taxes. <coughs> yeah. So, Europe's a mess, man. Most of the people in Portugal work in, like, Spain and France. They don't They don't work in Portugal. I met a bunch in, when I was in San Francisco. Uh, when I was working with one job, we were there doing work, and um, one of the girl's boyfriends is from Portugal, and she he's like, yeah, we have like a bunch of guys from Portugal here doing IT stuff, because there's no IT work over there, and they don't want to go to Spain. Or well, That's because they hate uh, computers in Portugal. Yeah, they're really behind. <laughs> they're really behind. So, I mean, it's one of those things, but... I mean, yeah, so the Hunchback live action, I mean... I mean, we'll see what happens. It, I think it all depends on how Aladdin does. Because Aladdin is going to be similar to Hunchback, where you're going to have to have CGI stuff involved, but it is people. So you're going to have the Hunchback, you're going to have the bad guys, good guy. everyone's going to be people. So you're not sitting there dealing with, like, in Beauty and the Beast, the dude dressed like the Beast, where he's wearing freaking stilts and all this crap. Right. How do you how do you uh, you know redo the genie Robin Williams genie? You, you just Ro- can't. You, you get the Will Smith. Smith, but it, Smith. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it has the potential to be good because I know that Will Smith. While people have different opinions about him, he is smart enough to know that he is going into a role that could make or break his career. And really? you think so? The genie. If you do it bad enough, people will hate you. You gotta realize, remember how big Disney is. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
I mean, he has Bad Boys 3 filming right now, so maybe it'll come out and everyone will forget about it. Who knows? But, I mean, you got to think, when's the last time you've seen a bad performance in one of those Disney live-action ones? You haven't. I haven't seen any of the movies. No, well, so those haven't had a bad performance. They've all been... I think the crazy part is, too, is normally people are like, oh, you know, it's Disney. It's going to be amazing. No one's like that. Everyone's kind of like... Why are they doing it? And then it comes down like, oh my god, it was great. So they're not even getting that false hype of like, oh my god, it's gonna be a great movie. You know, like how last year I got destroyed, even though I loved it. Everyone destroyed it, saying it's not a Star Wars movie. It's not a Star Wars movie. So everyone was mad because it didn't meet their expectations. They have zero expectations for any of these live action movies. You know what I mean? Everyone's posting things like, oh, I fixed it, and they freaking put the uh, they make the faces more cartoonish on the characters. Um, like in Lion King That's the thing they've been doing So they made Rafiki's face Look more like Rafiki um, You know Simba's face They made it look more like Simba Instead of being an actual cub It's like cartoony And I'm like Well there's a reason Why they went live action They don't want it to be cartoony So But they you know. use CGI for uh, Lion King right? Right But oh, the thing All real lions <laughs> All real lions That's they made the They made the giraffes bow And everything And then though You know in the very end Where they do the dancing scene Where the things pile up and there's hippos on top of giraffes on top of zebras they do the same thing they trained them the it was crazy really wow but I mean <laughs> what they do is you know they do the same thing is they, they can they can motion capture a lion and do it whatever because they do those series like in Antarctica and in Africa where they just they do documentaries on animals they know exactly how they should move so it's as realistic as it can get you know what I mean like they made a joke when they did um, when Pixar did um, Toy Story three compared to Toy Story one. How there was a guy whose job was to animate the bear's fur, the toy bear, to look like you could see those strands of hair, and that's what they said is is that that's how much how far technology has come. So it's going to be realistic. It, it looks pretty amazing from from the trailer. Are you going to see it? I, I, I would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, we grew up with uh, Aladdin. That's the thing is, it's coming into stuff like this. Like, Jungle Book was was around, but when I was a kid, I wasn't watching Jungle Book. You know what I mean? I watched Aladdin as a kid. I watched Lion King as a kid. A very traumatic movie to show a kid. You know what I just realized right now? Uh, When I was growing up, I watched a lot of History Channel documentaries. I got really into like the Nazi thing. Like I watched a ton of that stuff on the History Channel. Um, Mine was explains a lot. Mine mine was Vietnam. Really? Yeah, my uncle had a subscription to the National Geographic stuff where they would send you the um, all the war books. So he had like World War One, Civil War, World War Two, and then Vietnam, and then they sent the video. And me being like a 10 year old, like, I want to watch this video. That was bad news bears because it's not edited. Like, it shows them executing a dude, the Viet Cong. Like, you see yeah. blood squirting out. Like, it, it's, it was graphic. And I was like, this is pretty cool. So that's why I'm really into war stuff. I'll watch anything, any movie, any show, all that kind of stuff on it. You know, I watch way too much World War II stuff. I don't know. I don't know why. That was my Disney channel. Yeah. I, I um, my grandma had satellite. So, She'd put on, you know, you know, Disney stuff, but she recorded a lot. Like, I had a lot. Like, my favorite cartoon growing up was Ferdinand the Bull, and they just redid that one. Because Ferdinand the Bull, I believe, was a Disney idea where basically it was the bullfighter wanted to fight him, and he just wanted to smell flowers. 
That's all I wanted to do. And I, that was, I love that cartoon. But other than that, I don't remember most of it. I remember watching a lot of war crap and then being really into, like, uh, ancient Sparta kind of stuff. That's why I like that movie Troy and stuff like that. I'm like, that's pretty cool. But these ones, and the, the thing is, is, like, when you watch the cartoon, like, when you go to Disney and you see what they, like, it's, they know what they're doing. That's why you have to watch it because you're like, what could they do? To screw this up, and then you look at it, and you're like, oh, nothing. Is it pretty much shot for shot for the cartoons? <laughs> They're saying that it's not going to be shot for shot, that it's going to be, um, it's going to be a normal, like, like, it's going to be close, but it's not going to be shot for shot, because it's too hard. So... Beauty and the Beast ventured off a little oh, bit. Yeah. It follows the bases. There's a lot of the same stuff in it, but then they, you know, they same songs. Uh, a lot of them, and then they write some new songs. They had some new songs, the original songs in there too. So yeah. that was kind of like people were kind of like, I think people actually liked that because like, look, they took initiative. They could have absolutely failed because everyone's like, what song is this? Um, but I mean, I don't think anyone wants to watch the exact same movie. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's more about. People want to be in the know. They want to be a part of the most popular thing. So they want people. They want people to be reintroduced to the movie. So this is a way to reintroduce you, and it's also a good way to do marketing. You know, now you have all these dolls and nostalgia, right? So parents who have kids now who watched it when they were kids are bringing their kids to it. So I mean, we'll see how the Hunchback does. Josh Gad is a funny guy, but Hunchback has a dark theme to it too. So. That's the one thing I've noticed. They all have dark themes. Well, the real uh, Little like, Mermaid uh, is a super dark story. The Asian one. I've watched the Asian one, though. And it's, it's, <laughs> they just murder her or something? Yeah, she gets like turned into sushi, basically. She gets killed. Yeah, in the original novel, They catch her in the, 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 the net. Well, like the Brother Grimm's tales. Those are like dark tales. They're supposed to like scare kids. Right. Like, you don't wander off into the forest. But, but I mean, like, so my favorite movie as a kid was The Aristocats. He, uh, Edgar, the guy in that movie, the butler, is the worst villain in Disney history. He freaking packed cats into a suitcase and was sending them to Timbuktu. He literally put them in a suitcase yeah. and sent them to Timbuktu. Out of the blue. 101 Dalmatians, they know she wants to butcher them. They freaking, they know that she wants the dogs. It's not a shocker. You know she's a crazy person. She's wearing fur and it's very drawn to it. Literally in Aristocats, they, he puts cats into a thing because he finds out that the lady's going to lead the money to the cats. And I'm like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Who's more crazy? The person that wants to leave the money for the cats? Or the person that wants to get rid of the cats to get the money. The person that wants to get rid of the cats to get the money. Because you got to think, okay, think about it. Let's say you're back in the time when you have butlers. Yes. Who do you think is taking care of the cats when the lady dies? Well, not the butler. He's getting rid of them. Well, exactly. If he wouldn't get rid of them, he'd be taking care of them. He'd probably be taken care of, too. Yeah, but you don't want to be, like, have cats as your boss. The cats love him. Dude, it would be so easy. It would be so easy. It was illogical. But my cats would be horrible (laughs) things to work for. My favorite, though, my favorite. (laughs) They'll communicate with you. So you know how they have the the Disney villains. um, They they go, like, to the part, like, uh, to Comic-Cons and stuff. Have you ever seen what the people say the the best costume is? This one dude, it was a group of pictures of people of of, uh, Disney villains, and He's like, they're like, what are you? And he's like, oh, I'm the hunter that shot Bambi's mom. <laughs> dude comes like straight up in hunting gear, dude. It's amazing. Like everyone, it's, it's probably one of the, um, uh, you know what I mean? If you come over, babe. Oh, yay. I have orders to do stuff. The wife's leaving for lunch. Yay. Um, uh, 
I haven't even seen the Aristocats movie. Aristocats? I've never even heard of the it. Aristocats. It's the very French. Oh no, 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 no. Probably fifties, maybe. Oh really? Yeah. Scoot that mic closer. You sound like you're far away. All that. It's been so long. Nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy Aristocats. Nineteen seventy. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a cat. Because the cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. They have like jazz cats. That's funny because they're in they're in like Europe. So and it's a crazy cat cat lady. No, 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 no. It's a lady who has one cat named Duchess, and she has three kittens. And um, there, the guy comes over like to do the will or something, and the guy Edgar her Butler finds out that she's gonna leave the the estate to the cats. Because Duchess is like very prim and proper. It's it's Jaja Gabor, I think. It's it's it, she's plays the cat, and so she ends up getting taken in this tre- chest. The chest falls over, and then um, this cat named Thomas O'Malley, he's got a very American accent, finds him and helps him. He's trying to help him get back. So he he's friends with all these other cats. So he's like going in the these jazz cats, and they're having like a party in this uh, singing. Everybody wants to be a cat, and they're doing their thing and then um i can't remember how but they end up catching oh because the horses and stuff talk too i think because they make friends with these geese and then they end up catching edgar and edgar gets kicked into a uh the trunk and gets sent away and because the woman's all sad and she's missing the cats and the cats show back up that sounds familiar. this is a regular homeward bound story basically it's basically the same story everyone does over and over again so as old as time it's one of those things i mean look i mean i get it you know i just thought it was funny because a lot of a lot of jokes in there and what people have noticed too so the main cat in that one um she's dancing and they show basically what disney used to do was robin hood uh there's a the the fox is dancing and she's dancing the exact same way because they would just reuse certain cuts Uh and change the image on it so you'd have the outline and then they would just animate it so that's what people don't know is um my wife's friend has um uh a screen uh what do they call it the cell from my favorite mickey cartoon the one where they go on a train and they have to sneak pluto on because dogs aren't allowed on the train and she has a, ski, a, a cell from it. Well, the cell, they have the cells, and then they also have the sketches. And the sketches were the ones they filed away because they could reuse those. So they're not drawing uh, bodies. They're just drawing, oh, change the ears, change this. And they would almost just trace over it to redo the images. So it was a way to get and pump more stuff out. Because, I mean, they have so many. I mean, you got to think how many cartoons they probably had, Disney cartoons. I mean, people don't people don't ever think about the fox and the hound. Um, you got Lady and the Tramp. I mean, so many came out this within that certain period of time. In the was it Rescue Rangers? What was that one? Uh, they had the Rescuers. The Rescuers, and then they oh, had no. the rescue the Rescuers down under. The Rescuers was older than the Rescuers down under was our age as yeah. we were kids. Down they, under they, one was legit. That's the that one they were good. trying to save the yeah. eagle or whatever it was. And then the Rescue Rangers was the cartoon on TV right. with Chip and Dale and. Uh, yes. They basically the one character was a very a copy of Launchpad McQuack because he was a pilot. They were both pilots, and it was kind of a you know. Was that supposed to be uh, Baloo from the Jungle Book? Do I have that right? The the bear, the pilot. It looked mm-hmm. like it. Was. No, the so the pilot you're thinking of that was on um, an actual an actual. This is Tailspin. I'm thinking. Tailspin. Of you're thinking of yeah. 
You're thinking of Tailspin. I'm getting my wires crossed. You're thinking of Tailspin. (laughs) Tailspin was, I like Tailspin too. Tailspin was, uh, was a fun one and. I actually have some comic, like, I found some comics that I have. They're all Disney, and you forget about a lot of the different cartoons they came out with. And they just reused characters. Darkwing Duck, and then Darkwing Duck had, uh, what was the Robo one? Was the, um, he had, like, the Robocop version of a duck on there, too. Yeah. There were so many. They just, they just, they just kept spying this, just, because they have a new, uh, uh, DuckTales. They have a new DuckTales now. Because that's what it was. It was DuckTales, and DuckTales sprouted uh, Darkwing Duck. And then I'm trying to think that there's a couple more that just sprouted off all that stuff. And what's funny is that when I look back at it, like you look up their IMDb's, they only had like two seasons. Like Gargoyles. I love Gargoyles. I like that show. And it, it was only on for like two seasons. Was it that short lived? Yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It, it sticks in your mind like it was such well, a Well, they epic. had it like on a. A loop, loop. like they watched it over and over again. Yeah, it was the same as like when when you watch stuff now, you realize, man, I've watched this episode like seven hundred times. Like every time my wife, my wife watches Law and Order SVU like nonstop, and you know, I think somebody actually wanted to uh, do a Gargoyles reboot too. So, but when you look at it, I'll I'll tell you. I remember I looked this up this IMDb one time, and it was crazy because it was like, I want to say the first season was like ten episodes. Because they were testing it out. And then um, it was something crazy like, I can't remember how many of the second season was. It was just a god-awful amount. But somebody wants to reboot it. Somebody wants to reboot Gargoyles. Now it's not letting me pull it up. I don't know why. Let's see. Gargoyles. Yeah. It's pulling up everything. Apparently there's a bunch of movies. Gargoyle, The Goliath Chronicles. Those are the same guy, too. Keith David. Yeah. TV series, 94, TV series, 96. Well, if it uploads, it uploads. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But, yeah, it's just interesting to see. Like, yeah, like we said, some of these shows are so nostalgic, and you're just like, wow, that was barely on. And so, you know, DuckTales, always watched. Always watch Tailspin. You know, you just hear it. And then the Rescue Rangers, that one, that one, I don't think... They were based on other... I can't remember what they were based on. They were based on something. Like actual people kind of wow. thing. But Baloo... Baloo... Because he was Baloo and Tailspin too, I believe. That's oh, so what it was. Uh, I think... Yeah, it was the same bear. It was oh. the same bear. <laughs> Tailspin... So maybe he had a brother or something. No, I, I, I'm, I'm like... I'm like 80% sure that it was, it was, it was him. Because I was like... Uh, I'm trying to think, was he in anything else? They never did crossover or anything like that. I wish they would have, but it was it was very nonsensical, all the different stuff, and I'll have to look it up afterwards when the internet is actually working and I actually have internet Do here. Do we have Wi-Fi here yet? No, mm. because they won't put it in a house that's under construction. Mm. All right, so Tailspin, oh, well, it was a very Nazi-looking dude. Yeah, it was Baloo. It was Baloo. So he was legit... It was legit the character Baloo. To just pull him from the Jungle Book and use him in that. And it looks like King Louie was in it too, but he was just Louie in this. Oh, the, the, the monkey. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So the it's pretty much, now. it's pretty much they're all, they're, they're all, they're all the same. And it, let's see, it was only on for one year. No. 66, 66 episodes. That's it. 
That's a lot of episodes for one season. Yeah, but it's every day. It's every day. You have a new episode every day. That's what I'm trying to say is like it's it's one of those those ones where you're just kind of like, okay, it's it's a show that's on every single day. It's, you know. So, well, let's get back on track. Let us know how you feel about Disney movies and cartoons. So we went on a rant on that one. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Yeah, go to um, there to uh, tell us about jobs for Titus. So, yeah, Gargoyles, 65 episodes. Two years. That's total. Total, 65 wow. episodes total. So, so look, so season one was 13 episodes. <laughs> season two <laughs> was 52 episodes. Dang, so that's the that's the that's the thing. Well, let me see if the other gargoyles this is Goliath Chronicles. So I think a lot, a lot back then, I think they didn't a lot of companies didn't hold the rights because it still was Keith David as as the main character. So it was 13 episodes of this one. So it looks like they tried to go somewhere else, possibly. Um, where they really kicked it up from that pilot season. Oh, so what it was is, so the second one, the second season is they're no longer a secret. They're no longer hiding. So that's the difference. Okay. So they, they, they looks like they rebranded it for 13 episodes and that was it. So, well, you know, you get Keith David as a lead character. I mean, that's kind of hard to, uh, to pay him and also have a successful show. So, but yeah, let us know how you feel. Um, the sad thing I had today was the the EA is canceling um, the uh, Star Wars open world game, and um, no, why? Because they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no lie. Um, one of the dudes, one of the directors from uh, one of the movies, is like, "This is the dumbest thing you could have ever done." They go, "This could have been the next." big thing it just ea is having lots of problems all these gaming companies are, are getting freaked out a little bit because i think there's just so much um like we talked about last week um they have the problem right now with basically certain companies what they do is so i pitch a video game to this bigger company well i have my own company and then i'm doing it underneath the big umbrella well, I could be doing everything on the up and up, but if they're lying about numbers or lying about this or doing illegal stuff, they've put my job in jeopardy. So now what's happening is all these little companies are getting their game made and then branching off and breaking away. So they're either creating their new game. Well, EA has been having a problem with everyone complains, hey, Madden's the same every year. Hey, FIFA's the same every year. It's just so they're trying to do changes. It was horrible that Madden, the last Madden I played, I was like, this is stupid. I don't have, you don't have the, um, uh, like the hero mode. Like you can't play as your own character. You have to do like a story mode and it, it's they, stupid. They made too many changes to it. They changed a bunch. So they start firing teams. They start changing stuff up. So then what ends up happening is games like this go by the wayside because they're not a for sure thing. You know, people hated the first battle, uh, battlefront that came out for PlayStation four, then the second one came out, and it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Um, but then um, I'm, there's a controversial thing with basically the pay-to-play kind of thingy where you can buy crates and stuff like that. And I'm like, look, if people want to pay the money, but it's against the law. I didn't know that. Certain states, it's against the law to do that. 
you can't sell products that aren't complete, basically. Oh, okay. So what they're saying is that you're selling an incomplete game and that basically people that aren't educated are, are under the assumption that they buy the game that comes to everything. So if you can't earn the perks for free, then there's no point. You know what I mean? So they changed it a little bit to where you could still buy it for a minute and then you could actually um, win the points to buy stuff. So they were just—they're having a lot of problems. And it's a part of EA. EA Dice worked on that too, so it's the same thing. I just think that there's—I I wouldn't doubt that Disney is probably putting them through hell because. Does Disney own EA? Like, how is Disney? Disney owns Star Wars. Uh. So basically, you have to basically get everything pre-approved through them, unless. You can go to them and go, we want to create off of the Legends canon. Then they can't touch anything. They can't do anything. It sounds like a legal nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. So you could basically get permission to do it. I mean, there's a reason why Lucas Lucas Films and Lucas uh, Gaming is still associated with all this stuff. is because they still have their dedicated teams that monitor all this stuff. So it's sad news, but, you know, what are you going to do? You you got to kind of go through it. Any hope for it in the future? A new hope? Never, <laughs> never. They, they, they never. They, they, whenever they do stuff like this, they put the kibosh on it completely. Okay. So, um, we had two trailers that came out that uh, besides Game of Thrones, uh, we had the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, and then we had the John Wick Chapter Three. So we we watched the John, the John Wick one before this, and so how do you feel? I'm pumped oh, yes. up, man. <laughs> I'm pumped up. So you like seeing someone uh, shoot somebody on, off of a horseback Who on a motorcycle? I'm an American. Some wild images in this trailer. <laughs> not not bad. I mean, I mean, what do you expect? It's John Wick. I mean, yeah. it's over the top. He but threw a gun good. into someone's face. <laughs> I mean, that's. I think. I think what it is is it's, they're trying to get the martial arts aspect, but also they've already said this is the last one. Okay. So it's basically like I think it's kind of like, hey, let's just go out with a bang and you know, sword have fighting on motorcycles. Why not? Yeah. Halle Berry's in it. She looks great. She looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I was sho- shocked seeing her. I was like, man, she had that weird haircut in that last movie she was in. So I go, she what looks was really movie? good. That van one where she's cell phone or something. It's the cell. It's the cellular cellular phone one where she's chasing the kidnappers of her kid. The kid- Kidnappers of her kid. Kidnapped, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was called cell phone. Right? I don't remember. Have you seen the van that she's driving? Is oh man, that thing's amazing. It's a nice van. Like, the, the movie's basically a commercial. It's an advertisement <laughs> for this van. She was she... in because um, she was in a one similar right before it, where it was the one where she was the nine one one operator too. I think. Oh, uh, that's what I was actually thinking. Of, I, got I haven't seen that. There was is so so the last one she was in was Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Oh, okay. So she was in Kidnap. Which was the one 2017, but she's been in one two, two since then. She was in Kings, and then she was in Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Let's see the one. Oh, she was in X Men: Days of Future's Past. Storm, right? Yeah, she was still in that. So in 2013, you're thinking of the call. That call. That's what you're thinking of. And that's when she's a 911. 911 operator. Yes. And you don't like her haircut in that one. I don't. It's I all. Like I hair. don't. She's all short. I like, and looks like a long haired. I don't like short hair on women in general. Can I say well, that's that? That's a general that- statement. So she's in John Wick Chapter 3, and then she's in two are in development called Jagged Edge and Mother, and then she's in one called Bruised. How can she be in one called Mother? Mother already happened. Um, Mother. A sexy bride ditches her mobster fiancé at the altar and goes on the run, but things go awry for her when she seeks refuge by pretending to be a young man's mother. My mommy. Oh, okay, that's different. I don't know about that. So, but yeah, so the, key, the that trailer looks fantastic for for John Wick. I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. It was 
it was shocking to see how how balls the wall basically they went because you see him do so much. And if you watch the YouTube videos, uh, Keanu Reeves really knows how to shoot a gun. Yeah, like he he can do competition style stuff. He's one of those guys like Tom Cruise. Like he's legitimate. Like he's a legitimate uh, action. Did you see he announced two more Mission Impossible movies back to back? Yeah, yeah. I think like 2000. 20 and 21 I think they're oh, gonna wow. film them yeah. they're gonna film them consecutively they're both gonna them. release them back to back that each year that same director so yeah. what they're gonna yeah. like this they're gonna have two movies at the same time or like one well they're gonna film them together and then release them just one year oh, okay. after the other mm-hmm. just a year apart he's in his 60s I think no he's the, late or he's late close. 50s he still looks he's, amazing. Like he makes me want to be a scientist. Well, no, they did a there was a joke. <laughs> like he makes me want to be with him. <laughs> no, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. So he's he's born in '62. I'd let him take me out. Born in '62. <laughs> oh, he doesn't give an age, so we don't have to do the math. You gotta do the math, man. Get your calculator out. Oh this my is, god. We're millennials. Well, he'd be 40 in 2002, out. so he's 57. Oh wow. He's 57. So he, but here's he, I'll show you. Um, is a funny. Is actually is kind of funny. It's um. There's a video side? or a, there's a um there's a side by side of him and cocktails. That's and he, he looks younger. No, there's a side by side of him and uh, his co-star from when he was in Top Gun. Oh, he's doing another Top Gun too. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. And that's aging right there. Look at that. Oh wow. Yeah. And she looks way worse now too. He looks exactly she looks the same. Like his mother. Yeah, exactly. 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 Is that Scientology right there? Is that the secret? Because I feel like that's the secret. It's the. Uh, I was gonna say endorphins. They have they have some that flows <laughs> the, through the body. The ketones or something. <laughs> ketones. <laughs> is that what this whole? Uh, oh, here it is, right here. It's about. That's Maybe. her in 2018. Oh wow. Time has not been a friend. That's no, not on our side, man. No, not on no. Side. So, you know, I don't know what he's doing, but he's got like a little work done, like Botox. I'm sure he's like dyeing his hair a little bit. Like you can't be in your like late fifties and not have any gray hair. I mean, some people just have the magic in them. I guess. Yes. So. That's why he's a movie star. That's why he's a movie star. That is correct. Because I mean. There's so many things that you could do to make yourself look different and change. And I know that, like, um, people look like, you know what? Nicholas Cage, was, he, he's, he, he's he looks terrible. No. He looks pretty <laughs> no? much the same. Dude, Does he have, like, a wig? No, he just has, he, he has that thinning hair like he always has. I thought he had like Maybe, but he he's still looks the same in the face. style choices <laughs> in some of his movies. Right, but he's still the same dude, exactly yeah. the same. That's one of the shows I listen to, their favorite thing to do is they, they replace the actors with Nicolas Cage, and they see how the how the movie would be, and they're like, oh, it would be way better. You know what I mean? So so we saw that trailer, and then the, um, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. <clears throat> you didn't watch that one, right? Nah. So it, it, there's, there's lots of hints. We're not going to say nothing, because... <clears throat> We're not a uh, uh, spoiler podcast, so we know what happened at the end, end of Avengers um, Infinity War. But they, this is supposedly takes place, this is the first one we can prove takes place after the snap. Why is that? Because his age. Oh. Because they're stupid, and they put out there basically that this is like a, uh, his next, he's the next grade up okay. in this movie. So... 
we can make the assumption. You don't know. You don't know. Here's another age thingy about how Aunt May looks. It's a his uh, looks like she's forty years yeah. younger than the, any other Aunt May. And they do the jo- they said a joke that basically how the Sony is wiping uh, Aunt, uh, Uncle Ben clean. That there's no Uncle Ben anymore, really. Um, but uh, I really like what's going on in this one. I like the fact that um, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio looks fantastic in this. Like he just. Hey, I was I knew nothing about that, and I was. So he's not even really a superhero. A he's bit, not a superhero. Seeing him in that costume, and that he's a stuntman in the okay. in the comics. He's got like smoke bombs, right? He's a stuntman who created something. So what everyone's hoping is this leans to the idea that maybe the snap didn't get reversed or something like that, and that maybe only a couple people came back because there's a need for superheroes. That's why Mysterio is coming out of the woodwork. So this is set in Europe. So they could also establish there's no superheroes in Europe or something. I don't know. I mean, you know, one of those things, if you watch the trailer, happy, who is uh, Iron Man's assistant, this is John Favreau, which I love the fact that he directed Iron Man. And then he's, he's the buddy in it. Um, and he also directed, uh, Jungle Book and Lion King. Really? The yeah. live action. Yeah. Good for him. So, um, but he's like, you're all alone, Peter. So it's kind of like, you don't know on what level it is. We're going to find out, obviously. But um, I don't I don't think that they'll ever do the, what they're doing now with, uh, I think the Avenger, Age of the Avengers is over. I don't think they're ever going to do a mass movie with all of them together. You might have crossovers, but I think they realize that by doing these massive movies, there's too many loopholes and retconning. It has to go on to make everything work. So you might see a Doctor Strange in a Thor movie or see Black Panther in a Captain Marvel movie, but you're never going to see them all together like that ever again. Black Panther in The Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, what's what's the the bad one in uh, Jungle Book? Um, uh, Scar? No. <laughs> That's there's Shere Khan oh, is the bad oh, lion, but there's also Black Panther in that one, Bagheera. too, isn't it? Magira. Yes. Magira was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But he's a Black Panther. Uh, but he's a Black Panther. Panther. Yeah. So him and Shere Khan go at it all the time. So, okay, there you go. So Black Panther is in the Jungle Book. So in reality, if somehow Simba ends up, he is in him in the jungle with Timon and Pumbaa, so he possibly could end up seeing Black Panther. So now we're going to have to watch it, and you're going to go, Black Panther, yeah. We go, this. All you're going to see is Titus stand up and go, For Wakanda, like that. It's all Disney, right? It's all Disney. It's all Disney, baby. It's all Disney. Dude, how funny would it be if Chadwick Boseman ended up being like one of those characters in it? That'd be funny. He's a voice in The Lion King, isn't he? Or one of the. No, is Donald Glover in Black Panther? Donald Glover Jr.? No, Donald Glover is in Spider-Man. Okay. I was thinking someone from Black Panther's a voice in Lion King. I mean, there might be. I can tell you right now. Let's see. Let's see. Chadwick Boseman. Let's see Chadwick. I feel bad for him because they did a big meme thing about him where they made fun of him because he. Uh, you look at him in his photos... And he's doing the For Wakanda thing, and he just looks super, super sad. <laughs> so, he is not. He's in Avengers Endgame, Expatriate, and 17 Bridges that comes out this year. So, let's see Lion King. I bet you if I look up Lion King, I can tell you faster, because Donald Glover is one of the characters. Oh, he plays Simba. 
Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. So I can't tell. So this guy, I don't know if he's in it or not. So uh, Chiwetel Elijah Four. Oh yes. Uh, is he in Black Panther? No, he's the guy from Twelve Years a Slave. I haven't seen Black Panther. He's Twelve Years a Slave. Dude, Black Panther is great. He was in Doctor Strange. So he was um, he was one of the good guys that worked with Doctor Strange, um, I believe. He was one of the good. Well, I don't even know what you call them. The names on it, but um, so yeah, he was uh, Mordo in Doctor Strange. So he was one of the ones. So I don't see anybody else that could be Billy Eichner's in it. Oh, I'm sorry. There is one person, John Connie, who was T'Challa's dad. In oh, he's Rafiki, isn't he? Uh, I believe so. Look at this. Yeah, he's Rafiki. Wow, man. So he was wow, in it. Was from down. Did, did you hear the cool thing about him too? <laughs> How that? when they had the younger version of himself in Black Panther, that's really his son. Oh wow! So in Black Panther, when they show him talking to in the flashback scene, yeah, that's really his son. His son played plays a younger, plays a younger version of him wow. in the movie. So. And they show pictures of themselves, of them together, and they look like really good. So yeah, so he's King King T'Chaka. So yeah, so he's oh, you got one of them right. So he's Rafiki. I can't believe they got Eric Andre in this too. That's not I don't <laughs> know. Tia Hyena. Oh look, they, you're, they got two people in it. So Florence Kasumba, she plays one of the warrior women on Black Panther. Okay. So she's in it, and then there's young Simba. Let's see. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That would be kind of funny. Then John Oliver's in it, too. Oh, he's got to be the bird. He's Zazu. Zazu. Yeah. Yeah. He's Zazu. Mr. Bean was the original Zazu. Rowan Atkinson. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. The same thing. A lot of them, I think it's amazing that they're still getting... um, James Earl Jones is still going to be Mufasa. Oh, yeah, that one's crucial. That's we got to have for him. You got to still be in there. But I want to see. So that, that Chiwetel Elijah Forrest scar, and then um, they had it. So they had to get. So so Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner, Timon and Pumbaa. I like that. That's pretty so good. that's a pretty Solid good, one. you know, I like Billy Eichner. He's really good. The Billy on the guy. streets. And then Beyonce's playing Nala. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they got Amy Sedaris is listed on here, but she doesn't have a, a title for it. So I don't know what she's going to be. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that she was Strangers with Candy. Oh, my God. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So she, that was my, that show made me laugh. Strangers so with Candy was the familiar. best. Strangers with Candy? I know. It was the show. So she was like, what, 30 years old and she's yeah, going she, back to high school? She's an old woman. She's going back to high school <laughs> to get her degree. Strangers with Candy. It was on Comedy Central. It was amazing. It was very much along the lines of Reno 911 before Reno 911 was a thing. It's pretty okay. dark, though. It's, it's like dark. dark. It is dark. Oh, dark humor. Yeah, oh, like, really very dark humor. And it's okay. got uh, Stephen Colbert's in it. He's like an art teacher. Yeah. It's, it's like, hilarious. it's really, really good. It's Strangers with Candy was like, I remember watching, because she looks, she has like a hair haircut from the 70s. Yeah, she's supposed to be like older. She's supposed to be like in her fifties. Like she like dropped out for like drugs and she got What's like prostitutes. Strangers was candy. The, the actress, uh, Amy Sedaris. Okay, so it's pretty good. So another deep dive. Go to watch Strangers with Candy. That's a good show. Um, so we got we did that. We did that. So let's go into. I'll talk about uh, Punisher season two first. So Punisher season two um, starts off with a bang, quite literally. Um, n- nothing. 
you know, if if you love the first season, the second season's great so far. I'm six episodes in. I'm gonna go. Um, uh, I'm gonna go to the house after we finish here. Do some laundry. Finish watching the season. Just to wrap it up, uh, John Barenthal, we talked about earlier, is gonna be on the Sopranos prequel. He actually plays Punisher again. He's great in it. Um, the only thing I thought was crazy was. I missed a little bit of the first part. I reached out the first episode because I'm like, I know that chick. She looks familiar. And she's not credited. And she's a big actress. Like, she's the main character in Man in the High Castle. And she's not credited on Punisher Season 2. Oh. And I was like, what the hell, man? Why isn't she on here? And I know her. And I go, I know her face. So I spent, like, I popped a pause and spent, like, a good 30 minutes trying to Google to <laughs> confirm. And we finally got to Wikipedia. And they go, yeah, it's her. I'm like, all right, cool. But it's really fast-paced. Um... The one thing I like about what they do with season, uh, Punisher season two was it made it feel more like a comic book movie where like, you know, how like the Avengers, it just keeps picking up where they left off. This picks up where it left off, but it's like a completely different story. It's separated long enough from the previous story to where if you haven't seen the previous story, you don't need to know what's going on, but they do keep the through line of certain characters from the first season so what it does is if you watch the first season you got added value if you didn't okay you're not missing nothing because it kind of does flashbacks whatever and it shows you little things here and there um people are complaining saying that there's plot holes things like that i'm like whatever i go everything's gonna have plot holes whatever it's, it's, it's no big deal how but, long are these seasons how many episodes uh usually like More 11 12 oh, 13 so i need to get on that so it's not very much and um the one cool thing they've been doing too is um um, the Marvel shows, they don't do it with the other shows um, because it's Netflix made. They go faster into the next episode. So there's, you don't have to wait the 14 seconds. They're just like, oh, here comes the next episode. And I'm like, sweet. So it goes it goes quicker. And um, it does get kind of redundant because um, this is kind of a spoiler, but it won't change anything. Is He has a flashback to an incident that happened to him. Before. You don't see this incident happen in the first season. It just He has a flashback to it. Well, that thing plays a constant, like it's constantly over and over. Like every episode he's having like a little flashback and we get it. He's rethinking things. Well, they do it a couple times in this season. And I'm like, I can't, okay, we get it. We get it. This haunts him. Uh, we need to just uh, move along now. Come on, let's just kind of move along. So that's kind of one of the things that's kind of like you got to be ready for. But John Barenthal plays an amazing Punisher. Amazing. And I'm like. Is he the best Punisher? Um. No, I don't think so. I think the best Punisher was, uh, what's his face? Ivan Drago. Um, I don't even know. I, Ivan Drago. The was. only other one I know is Thomas Jane. No, Ivan Drago was, uh, what's his face, and Rocky. Um, so there's three, there's actually three Punisher movies. The first one was with, um, oh man, what's his name? Uh, now I'm gonna have to look up his name and I feel stupid. That's the only thing I hate. So he was in, um, not that one. He was in Rocky. I think he was in the second Rocky. Um, as soon as I say his name, you're gonna know who he is. I guess he wasn't in the. So the second Rocky was the one with Apollo. Was he in the first one then? How old is this no, Punisher movie? Did they come out with a Punisher movie in the 80s? 80s, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that. I'll actually look up Punisher. So they had The Punisher's the TV show, The Punisher 2004. They had Dolph Lundgren. Ooh. In 89, he played okay. The Punisher. 
Okay. Punisher Warzone. If you haven't watched Punisher Warzone, way better than Thomas Jane one. I like the Thomas Jane one. Yeah. Punisher Warzone, way better than Thomas Jane one. Okay. He's straight up shooting dudes through walls like he's just executing people left and right. It's like it just it's a murder fest. There's no family involved, no nothing, no story. It's just, hey, I'm gonna go through and kill people. <laughs> I I do think um I think that John Barenthal is probably one of the better ones. The only problem is, is that I don't like the fact that they're like, they super hype up the PTSD aspect of it. So, you know, um, they do have people, people react to it better. So it's more of like a, Oh, Hey, look, this dude, you could tell this guy's former military, blah, 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 blah. Whereas the Thomas Jane one, it's just like, what's going on? Like, you don't know what's going on. No, this one is like, people are watching it and go, this dude is very tactful and they're watching him kill people. And in the real Punisher comics, people are going after him are like, okay, look at him. He's using he's using military tactics, and they're analyzing. They're not going, whoa, we're going to kill this guy. You know what I mean? You know, everyone's seen the epic scene with Thomas Jane one where John Travolta's getting dragged by a car rolling at three miles an hour as all the cars in his casino parking lot are blowing up. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know how this makes sense, but... Um, but it feels right. It feels right. It feels good. Um, but you, yeah, you have to watch Punisher Warzone if you like Thomas Jane one because okay. the Punisher Warzone it's um too because it's not. I can't remember who it is. It's um, it's somebody else. I'm trying to remember who it is because I never. It's Ray. It says Ray. Ray Stevenson. So he's a dude that always plays and stuff. He always looks like the Russian dude. Like, he always oh, looks like, like a Russian yeah, mobber guy. Yeah. So. Um, I really, really, really like him in it. He played a good one. He hasn't been anything good. He's literally been in just, it looks like, foreign stuff. He was in Thor Ragnarok is the last thing. So, oh, oh sorry. He was Blackbeard on Black Sails, too. So that's kind of a... Okay, yeah, That's yeah. kind of a good thing. So, um, yeah. So I think everyone needs to watch it. Two hella thumbs up. Um, but the thing that everyone watched was... The Fire Festival documentary. That's right. <laughs> so, spoilers for Fire Festival documentary. Everyone knows what Fire Festival is. We talked about it last year when we had the debacle of it uh, happening. Um, but now, this documentary actually talks to like a lot of the key players. And the funny part is, is like you could say, "Oh, how you know they were involved?" There's video of the dude that created Fire Festival interacting with every single person talking. So it's not like it's you know. You know, one thing I noticed is you realize all the people that were talking all had they had the video from their conference call. So that means that they had to know stuff was up and they were recording it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, so I think the production company behind it, I'll look up right now. I bet you anything. It was the production company that did the the commercials, the media company. Well, we can't say the name of it, but it's. Something Jerry Media. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I keep the name clean here, but Fire. Jaw Rule. Oh, you gotta be kidding star me. Of that documentary. Where is the? There's another one. Uh, Hulu uh, released one the same week. Yeah, I know that one, but right. um, another documentary. I don't Amazon know. Prime. Let me see what it's on. <laughs> Everyone's doing one now. Metascore based on twelve. Let's see what it is. Director Chris Smith. It doesn't say where it's at, though. Documentary. Official trailer. I'll click on it just to see. I'll turn the volume off. Fire so Fraud was the, the Hulu one. Fire Fraud was the Hulu one. Yeah. 
this one said it comes out this year and it just says fire. <laughs> that's weird. Because fire, so they have fire. Oh, that's funny. Fire fraud. So fire fraud's right here. Jason Bell was in it. Jason he Bell. Was in the Netflix one, right in the beginning. Jason Bell's an NFL player. Yeah, he's talking to him. It's one of the first scenes in the Netflix. Because that's what it's not called, though. It's not called that on the um, on the thing. Is it fire? It's it, fire festival. The greatest party ne never happened. Yeah. Like so this must be. This is it. Seemed too good to be true. It was this is better than Hulu's version? It has better pacing. Is more narrative driven. Shows the it whole story. Is, it, These guys I'll weren't far the, the Netflix one was a lot better. <laughs> okay, so we watched the Netflix one. Uh, you watched the Hulu one. You're, 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 you could say, but um, oh, I was gonna look. So this is the one. The media. So this is the director. Um, all cast and crew. You were saying that they, they interview a lot of the the fire employees, and they all seem to be very aware of how poorly everything was going during the process and they still went along i guess you could argue they were just doing their job but i guess yeah see so look I mean, that's that's the production guy isn't that the dude that's talking about how they did two fire festivals he i think does, that's him they, they they mentioned this more in the hulu one that right after he gets out and he's on bail um he was starting that other company but he also he suggests a a quote Fire Festival 2018. They try it again. No, <laughs> he tries to start up another yeah. fire festival. I think the crazy part was so a lot of people don't know is Fire Fire was an app that that they had created that was going to be an easier way to book talent for events, which is a genius idea. That's a genius idea because that takes the talking and everything out of it. Because there's no more negotiations. You have your your writer there. It tells you what you need for you to perform. Blah blah blah. blah. Cleaned up a messy process. That right. Kind of book talent. The problem is though, is that they basically thought, that, hey, Jaw Rule and this Billy guy thought they could go through and do all this stuff. And I didn't. I looked up that Meg. Was it that Meg? What's that name of that credit card thing he did? Magnesis. Magnesis. Yeah. Magnesis. I was gonna say magnesium. Magnesis. I didn't even know what it was. Is it just put your strip on that card. I had never heard of it. It piggybacked off your, your existing debit card. Your existing debit card. And basically, it didn't give you any deals, didn't do anything. Just access to this uh, lounge that he owned, Yes, yes. Which he didn't pay on. And he yeah. actually got kicked out of. So, it's just it's, it's insane that um, you watch this documentary. It's the most in-depth in documentary I've seen in a very long time. Um, when I was watching it, I was just kind of like, wow, this is pretty intense because we all knew what happened, but then you see how far in advance they knew that this was going to happen. It would almost been like, dude, just cancel and refund everything. But the problem was is they had no money. I still had this, even knowing how it ends, I had the sense of anxiety almost the entire you time. You do. You do because they, they, they did a very good job of building up the suspense. They had a very good job of because all you heard of from Fire Festival was the craziness the night of that night when it was dark and everyone was getting their stuff stolen and people were tweeting from other people's phones because their phones got stolen. You didn't get to see any of the people arriving like that restaurant lady, how everyone said they were having a good time and they were actually just pouring out vodka to everybody yeah. to get them drunk. And when they first showed up. Yeah. And it was, them. it was just kind of shocking. And you can hear the first thing you hear that just is, is a very dark detail is the lady saying on the bus, 
no, 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 no. Turn around. Yeah. Take us back. Yeah. Take us back. When they show up to this, uh, it looks like a disaster relief site. Which is exactly what it is, basically. Yeah. And then they, what, you, what they didn't tell you on the news was the spot where the tents were was actually spots where it was like mansions were supposed to be built in the Bahamas. That it was a development that they rented. And so... Um, you know, it was just kind of shocking. Um, I think everyone needs to watch it just because it it it, it, it does. Because I have stock investments, and it makes you think twice. You're like, man, I need to start doing deeper dive on this stuff because that guy, the uh, the guys that worked with him before, thought that he had all this money and thought that he was doing everything smart, and he was a complete fraud. He was every. Uh project that he started was basically to pay off the previous project that he had lost money on yep and they're constantly building him up as this uh genius entrepreneur, entrepreneur. and and you kind of realize over time that he's really just uh, a con man yeah, but exactly. the thing is though is his that the idea for fire the app was brilliant. Yeah. And it really literally came off of the fact that he couldn't book jaw rule for that magnesis club that's why he was doing it. And that's freaking brilliant. Which apparently, I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up when I get home. But the Jaw, the jaw Rule rebranded the the name of the thing, of and the app. Is it still, uh, do we know, is it still running? Is it successful? I mean, Magnesis or Fire? No, no. No, I Magnesis is Magnesis done. Magnesis is dead. Uh, but the, what, I'm sure they didn't. They got rid of the fire name. But maybe, maybe. the actual. Uh, maybe it's even worth more money. It's got like a little. Nostalgia around it, notorious. I don't know if that's they make great cheese sandwiches. So that was good. <laughs> Those things looked delicious. Uh, when white I was bread. It, I was hungry. Slices. Did you make a cheese sandwich? I didn't have the resources at home. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, this is sad. There's a bunch of articles on here about how they're saying Fire Festival is not just an a, a, a failed. Um, it's not a fire. Is not just a failed festival. It's an amazing app. So, so the app actually holds water. The app did. So Billy made the app. No, he his idea was he basically was the idea behind it. Did he, he get money from that app though? From the idea? Well, they were making great headway. They were at a tech thingy. Jaw Rule was pushing it. Everyone loved it. And then, um, how does the app work exactly? So Jaw Rule would no basically. Um, record labels could put certain artists on the app and you could book those artists through the app. It basically streamlined booking artists for shows. Where before you would try to contact Their one managers. person who would put you into contact yeah. with another person and all these uh, middle people trying to make extra money off the booking process. That's what all these apps will really do, messy. yeah. And so this was supposed to clean up the process and make it easier to book talent. That's what I feel like a lot of apps are doing. They're just getting rid of the middleman. And the festival was going to promote the the app and that business. And they're basically trying to get people, like a bunch of people on there that were like supposedly going to be on the app. Um, and like people said it was too good, too good to be true. So MN2, oh, that's why I didn't come out. MN2. Yeah, really in the in the the first uh, moments of them, you know, planning it, it, it really just seemed like two drunk guys on a beach <laughs> say, "Hey, I got this wild idea." Yeah, and then it just snowballed from there, and it that's what happens when you have a little too much money and power. <laughs> and so that wild idea. So, man, we should start a bar. (laughs) 
So basically, there's an a website now. It's not an app though, but it's called MN2S, and it looks like these are all the people that are on it that you can book. They're comedians, they're media, they're everything. So I mean, you know. And is this born of? Fire? It looks like it's born of it, yeah. Born out of fire. <laughs> because it shows it shows Jaw Rule the Phoenix, on here. Phoenix. From the ashes. I mean, let's see. Jaw Rule booking, HR bookings. Jaw Rule booking, Richard DeLafont agency. Twitter, Jaw Rule. For bookings. See, that's the only thing is, is that. That's the problem. That's the problem they had when they were doing it. It was just so hard. Oh, that's what it is. It's called Icon. Now I remember it. I-C-O-N-N. Let me see if it's actually an app. Let's see if that works. Let's see if we can book someone. Yeah. See I if know. Blink-182 in the bar. It is. Yeah. Ja Rule might not be busy right now. <laughs> yeah, ja is he in prison? Or what is he? I don't, no, I don't he was in jail he... for a little bit. Oh, okay. For the festival? No, he didn't go to jail for the festival. What are you going to jail for? Um, uh, tax. Something and, like that. Uh, possession of... Uh, unlicensed rifles? No, okay. Something Some along that. those lines. Weapons. So it is called Icon. I clicked on the talent. Let's see if any talent show up. Because it's I-C-O-N-N dot M-E. So, so Amber Rose is covered by it. So let's see if you know it. So Amber Rose is on here. You got you got B.O.B., uh, Bella Thorne, Black China. Yeah. Uh, Brandy Cyrus. I didn't know those were Brandy Cyrus. Um yes. Let's see. I don't see anybody else. Oh, Childish Gambino's on here, so that's good. Um, Corrupt. Corrupt's a white guy? No. Eddie George. You can literally book Eddie George off here. Huh? The running back? Yeah, the running back. Isn't he like a financial advisor, too? Like, he does, like, corporate things. Yes, he does. And you can book Damon John. You know who Damon John is? Damon John? He's the shark. First names? FUBU. The guy from FUBU. The shark. You got Flo Rida, you got uh, Iggy Azalea, Neo, Paris Hilton, Shaggy, Rick Fox, um, The Game. I don't know who a boogie with a hoodie is, but he's on here. <laughs> Book him. Uh, Zane. Uh, Titus is alias. You can get Zane. Uh, he's guys. looking for work. That's actually me. <laughs> you, can get, you can get Andre Iguodala on here. For what? I mean, just to make an appearance. I, yeah. I guess play basketball. Well, you with know them. what? I think they get these people to make appearances at clubs. Yeah. And, and oh, and you got baby baby Rosa, BB Rexa. She's that. Can she's you are, can you click on these? Yeah. Can you find out how much it would cost us to get a boogie with a boogie? Was that the name? I boogie know. with a hoodie. Thirty two hundred guys. Thirty two hundred. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what he's running. You know, that's a good idea to do do him and then do. Um, oh my God! You can book it by hours. <laughs> Event type: host an event, perform a few hit songs, charity event, full concert, photo perform shoot, a other few hit songs. Yeah, perform. let's see what what cost we can get them at. You have to describe it. You have to do the venue location, travel and hospitality, oh, flat fee buyout, book password. Oh, wow, I'm you the have the te- technical considerations, payment options. Fifty percent due upon signing contract. Fifty percent due. Um, 50% due 48 hours before escrow. Do you think he signs his contract Whoa. as a, a boogie? Bro, so you just offer. <laughs> you make an offer. Oh. 
Can we make an offer right and now? And just see. No, I <laughs> no, I ain't doing that. Eleven dollars. I'm gonna try and find the most excu- yes. obscure pe- person we can get on here. I thought Let's we see. just did that. Who's Connor Maynard? You can get Draymond Green. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you who who I'm gonna get to come out here to hang out with. Uh, see if we can get a guest on here. We'll get a guest that's gonna come and hang out with. Oh, we can get Little Dicky. Oh. I'd offer little Dicky a freaking money to come on my podcast. You know little Dicky, don't you? No. Oh, little Dicky. He's a, a Jewish rascal. dude. He's a rapper. He's freaking hilarious. That's my freaking my son's favorite song is "I Woke Up in Chris Brown's Body." It's called Freaky Friday, but the song is "I Woke Up in Chris." I'll play this song afterwards. I don't want to pay for it. A major laser is pretty legit. So you know what? I'm noticing though a bunch of the people that were on the major fire laser app. Major was the uh, first booked act. Yeah, that was the big headline. Migos the fire festival. Nore Nore's on, on here. Nas. Oh my gosh! I found who we can book. Plaxico Burris. We can ask him about Plaxico him shooting himself Burris. in the club. <laughs> you can get Steph Curry, Waka Flocka, Wiz Khalifa, Vernon Davis, Tyga. Swiss Beats, Snoop Dogg, Robin Thicke, Remy Ma, Rita Ora. The end of the list is pretty good. Redman, um, Memphis Bleak. You can get Maroon 5. I'd give them $5. Um, Jim Jones. Oh, an old school Jadakiss. Uh, and who's Jack and Jack? Jack plus Jack. Uh, Foxy Brown is still doing stuff. Fabulous. Wow. DJ Smooth City. There you go. You know, see who I would book? I would book Chance the Rapper because there's a chance that Justin Bieber would come with him because they're homies. Really? Yeah, when I was at um, Coachella, the year that Chance the Rapper played, uh, Justin Bieber was there hanging out with him. And then we ended up, uh, the last night at Coachella, the wife stayed at the house we were staying at. We went to Five Guys. And this chick walked in, I'm sitting there, and everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god. And they go, is that someone famous? And I'm like, bro, I just want to eat my burger. I don't give a crap. I go, I'm leaving them alone. They're, they're here to hang out. And it was this chick from the show my wife loves. Well, she's, her fiance or her husband now is best friends with Justin Bieber. So that's why they were there. Wow. So they came into Five Guys, and everyone's like, we love you so much. And I was like, I'm like, and he goes, hey, doesn't your wife love that show? And I'm like, I don't care, man. I want my burger. Yeah, yeah. if you've had Five Guys, it's... Exactly. Because when we were there, we were sitting there, and we were in one of the tents, and I'm like, bro, is that Catherine McPhee? And she was just rocking out. This was after she got divorced, and she was partying it up, man. And I look, and there's these two, these three big dudes with freaking earpieces, and I'm like, yeah, that's Catherine McPhee just chilling right there. And we looked later, and she was on her on her, on her Instagram or whatever posting about it. But So, yeah, it's called Icon, I-C-O-N-N. You can get Adam Levine just by himself. You know yes. what? You know what I'm gonna do? Let me see. I'm gonna find someone that's super famous on here. Captain Twenty? Who the heck is Captain <laughs> Twenty? I gotta get on this app, man. Breezy bombs away. I'd book um, yeah. Bobby Brackens. Big Scythe. Balt Getty, Big Boy Bill. <laughs> Big Boy Bill looked like looks like Eminem wannabe with dyed black hair. That's Big Boy Bill. That guy's talented um, with something? <laughs> Um, I don't know who he is. I never heard of him. Big Boy Bill. Search Big Boy Bill. All right, I'm going to see Amber Rose. Amber Rose seems like someone that wouldn't be cheap. So I'm going to see what it says about Amber, Amber Rose. Amber Rose is a stripper, right? Jesus. No, she's like a, a hanger on her. Like she was with uh, Kanye. She's been with a bunch of those, a bunch of dudes, rappers. She's like a groupie kind of But look, everybody else has like a long, that's her bio on this thing. <laughs> 
The ascension of Amber Rose is the quintessential American story. The daughter of a Cape Verdean mother and an Irish and Italian father, Amber was surviving on the rough streets of South Philadelphia at the tender, tender age of 15. Like a young Oliver Twist, she used her wits together with her good looks and undeniable charm to prove her and her family. Amber's sense of style, beauty, and fashion letter from the streets of Philadelphia. Um, streets of Philadelphia... To New York. The camera always had a love affair with Amber Rose and soon did the rest of the world. Quickly became a highly visible Ford agency fashion model, sought for socialite and personality. Amber has graced the pages of Elle, Vogue, Grazy, Vibe, Gotham, Complex, and other high end fashion magazines. Uh, I, I mean, it has all of her dates on here too, so you know when she's booked. Everything. So it, basically, it tells you about. Hospitality, payment options, split payment. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, it doesn't make it easy. Because, I mean, if you're like, hey, we have a budget of 10 grand, and we just want you to show up, you know? Because, I mean, some of these people, I guess, I don't even know who they are. They could possibly be like some cult following somewhere. Like, oh my God, we could pay $5,000. Man, if we get like 50 of our friends, you know, that's only, you know, a hundred bucks each. You know, we have a party with this person. So, I'm, you know, I, I guess you could do that. I'm going to um, it's, it's not a bad idea. The festival was. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, this Bill guy, he's a DJ. He's a DJ. Billy Bob. Bad Boy Bill. Bad Boy DJ Bill. Bad Boy Bill. That's the yeah, yeah. answer. He says DJ on there. It makes sense now. But, I mean, like, this this dude. Who's that? Big Scythe. Big Scythe. Big I'm like, Scythe? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, you didn't know? The road to recent breakthrough <laughs> you, you was paved. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. So, basically, apparently, this this guy's a DJ. Is this funny? It's actually kind of funny. Big Boy Scythe? Big Boy Scythe. He said... He's, it was paved through was was paved years ago by a chance conversation he had a concert meet and greet. I was talking to a woman and I mentioned that I really liked Pitbull who was opening that night. He recalls. She said, "Wait right here, I'll bring him over. That's my son, Armando." <laughs> 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 so legitimately, so seven years later, when Pitt needed a DJ for his world tour, he called Scythe. <laughs> oh my God! That okay, that's kind of that's kind of, that's a cool story that you like just talking about how you much you love a dude and you're like well that's my son that's just kind of cool uh but something i mean breakfast in vegas brian daw like i don't know i like these biographies i guess they must they must be like a lot of djs detroit has a new ambassador in captain 20 (laughs) (laughs) say goodbye kid born and raised of lebanese descent nick haddad became a hassful name and stable back in 2000 in the detroit club circuit so this guy's a dj too okay Let's see Brian Daw if he's a DJ. A lot of DJs. A must be man. From the television to the tabloids, Brian Daw's talent has yet to go unnoticed. Brian played massive festivals, nightclubs, yeah. So I mean, I think I want to say, aside from a couple of these girls, I mean, I think because I know Hadid's a model, I know that, and obviously Paris Sultan's not. Well, she she was part of the that marketing for the festival. She was part of the yeah too and Tank. Who's Tank? Let's see Tank. VC Beats is a violent content beats. Um, 
Darrell Babs, better known by the stadium Tank, is an American R&B singer, songwriter, and record producer. He's best known for singles Maybe I Deserve, Please Don't Go, and When We... Hmm. I don't know. So if you're trying to start up a festival, go to the icon. Icon.me. I-C-O-N. I mean... You can literally get you can get Eddie George to come out there too. I mean, I would do I don't that. Know what you do with him? But <laughs> I think he just gives you financial advice. Is that really what he does? I now? think he's like a financial advisor. Let's yeah. see. One of those guys that blew his money and like learned from his mistakes. You know who I would hire instead is Thurman Thomas. He has a company called Thermal Energy. It's freaking legit. He yeah. is. They said something like he hasn't used any of his money from when he became a player. So, like, he's used it to live, but he saved up a bunch of money. So, right here, Edward Nathan George Jr. is a former professional American football player. Was for He played for the National Football in nine seasons. He played college football for Ohio State and won the Heisman Trophy in 95. George was drafted in the first round of the NFL, played for the Tennessee Titans, both in Tennessee and Houston. And George was also inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame. 2011, in 2016, in 2016, right, he appeared on Broadway in the musical Chicago <laughs> as the hustling lawyer Billy Flynn. What? What is going on? He's a Broadway star now? What is going on? I'm making – my father-in-law is a freaking huge Titans fan. I'm like, do you know what your, your boy George is doing now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I wonder if you could make – I'm clicking on Paris Hilton. From the field to the stage. Remember her song? <laughs> Was it, uh, what's her song? I don't know. I'm Paris hot. Hilton? Yeah. Made music? Her song. What was her song? Um, what if all the stars were blind? Was it was um I'll uh, I'll I'll take one for the team and look this one up. <laughs> She's a DJ, designer, recording artist, host, actress, model, author. That's a stretch. <laughs> Born in New York. She's released twenty three fragrances since two thousand four. She has a hotel? Good time. Well they they, they own all Paris Beach Club oh. in the Philippines. So is it the song called Good Time? No. Is it called I Need You? Nope. What's the only two songs? Stars Are Blind. <laughs> Stars Are Blind. That's it. She came out with an album, apparently. Yes, she did. Hey, that song, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good song right there, Stars Are Blind. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's like, a, that's like, hey, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to look this up later. Is that for like a gym kind of pump? Kind of like. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll play it for you afterwards. I got it all on here. So. <laughs> on your it's on my favorites. <laughs> yeah. It's on my saved. Play Paris Hilton playlist. On the playlist. <laughs> all right. I think that's good enough. We're, we're, we're way over right now on the podcast. All right. So uh, make sure you go to Podbros Network, podbros.com. Listen to all the other podcasts. Go to our social media accounts Facebook.com slash FOMOCast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, Instagram, FOMO podcast, and then go to our Patreon, FOMOCast. Just search it on Patreon. Um, for the FOMOCast, I'm Chris. I'm Unemployed Titus. <laughs> I'm Andrew. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.